Hi guys, welcome back to The Marketing Hive. Today we thought we'd do a really short and sweet episode talking about search intent, what this actually is and the benefits to it. So Kate, do you want to kick off? I will. So before we get into, so there are four types of search intent that we'll get into in a minute. But before we get into that, a little bit of explanation around why we're discussing this and what it means. So Search intent is something that you should consider when you are doing your keyword research. So it's really, really easy to think, oh, I sell dog treats. I don't know why I keep it. I've spoken to a couple of businesses lately about dogs. And so I just keep referencing dogs. So let's say it's a dog treats business. And you're like, so I need to target people that are searching for dog treats. Now, the problem is that depending on what Google search results look like, you might find it really hard to compete with some of these people. And when you're starting on your SEO strategy and you're figuring out where you want to be, you will need to consider, can I compete with that brand? If it's Amazon or Etsy or what have you, you might not be able to. So this is where search intent comes in. So this is where you consider all the different ways that a target customer could find your website. And so within that, there are four different ways that people use Google, four different types of searches that they do on Google. And it's important that you target each type of search because you will target people at different points in their customer journey with you. So that's kind of like search intent in a nutshell and why we're talking about it. You can also use this for any part of your content marketing strategy, to be honest. You can use it on social media, um, email marketing, whatever. A hundred percent. And I guess it is like that because it is about kind of that buyer's journey. Um, and like social media is an example to like, you know, simplify it, I guess, for people who are not necessarily sure on Google and SEO and all that stuff. When you do social media, you create content pillars. You would do like an educational related content pillar. That is, you know, similar to a, you know, particular search intent that we're talking about. <laughs> that you don't want to uh, say yet because you're like, we no. haven't got to it yet. No <laughs> fire, Amy. Um, but, you know, it is about like you create different types of pillars on social media to help people through that buying journey and making them want to purchase. It's the same thing. It's just on Google. Um, yeah. Feel like we should get onto them because otherwise I'm going to start like talking about them. Oh, I know this is the thing. I'm like we can't let ourselves get carried away. We promised ourselves this is going to be like a quick and dirty episode for you guys to just learn about search intent. So I'll kick off the first one. So I'm going to start off with the simplest one. It's going to make the most sense. You're probably going to be like, "What the fuck? Why are you even mentioning this?" But it matters. So the first one is navigational. Now that is when someone goes on Google to search for your business specifically so for example for me it's webpipe digital for amy it's mango and wild whatever your business name is is what they'll search for so what you want people to find when they type in your business name is number one your website ideally google will have given you quick links underneath which you may or may not have basically as you the longer your site's been around the more you work on your seo strategy the more likely you are to have quick links and that is and it also depends a little bit on some behind the scenes technical seo but it's most website platforms out the box will do this for you but it will be like maybe your main product pages or category pages or service pages so i think at the moment my search result is like webpub digital and then underneath is my web design page, my SEO page, the SEO hive and a contact page is what I think I've got at the moment. And then on the right hand side is my Google My Business profile. And that's 
basically like the ideal of what you want people to see so that straight away they're like yep this is where pipe digital i can see them on google my business i can see that they've got reviews on google my business awesome and i'm going to click through to their website if you're finding that when people are typing your business name they are not finding your website then your website is not optimized for even the most basic level of seo which is concerning to be honest because you don't have to have done SEO on your site to show up like this. Yeah. So if you're searching your site and it's more than a month old and it's not coming up, there's some serious concerns you need to address because those people searching for your business are probably super ready to buy from you and they can't find you. Yeah, 100%. But that's number one, navigational. Yeah, and it definitely is one that, like you say, it, it should be being done anyway. So you shouldn't really have to worry about it. Um, cool. I want to move on to the next one in terms of informational. Um, so I love this one because I think everyone does it. Like how many times do you go onto Google to say how to do this or my washing machine stopped working? How do I get yeah. it to work or whatever? Like those annoying things. Like yeah. these are all things that are informational based searches. Um, this is basically like a user that wants to learn something maybe more on a specific topic. Um, informational based searches are ones that have like a lower buyer intent, but they're good for, I guess, building authority for yourself within the industry because you're answering expert related questions, people's pain points and things like that. And also it gives you that opportunity to eventually, hopefully get someone to buy from you. So for example, I don't know why I'm talking about the washing machine because my washing machine is perfectly fine. But <laughs> if you said like, you know, my washing machine dials stops turning, for example, how do I get this to work? Obviously, you're going to then probably get like a blog post or something come up that's going to help you guide you through like, you know, checks to do on that, how to get it to work back and so forth. But then within there somewhere, the person is probably linked to a service they offer or an alternative dial or like a replacement part or whatever that may be. So as much as I'm a low buyer because I'm like, I want to try and fix this myself. I will take that blog, go away, try and fix the washing machine dial myself, but then I'm going to come back and probably purchase that part or service or whatever, whatever that is eventually if I can't fix it. So, yeah, search and informational-based searches are low in terms of buying, but they are really good for building your, like, authority within your own industries. Absolutely. They are, like, when it comes to blogging, they're normally what you would what you would target for a blog, for example. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't want to target necessarily like a service page with this because just because they're not that ready. Um, and similarly, on that note, if we get to search intent number three, is commercial intent. So this is where they are. They've gone. They've probably gone through the informational stage already, and they've decided. Let's say that they want to buy a new dial. So then they might say search... how we keep on these topics. Sorry. I know, yeah, but it's easier because you can talk through the journey, right? So let's say navigational was washingmachinesdirect.com. <laughs> That's what you need to be showing up for. But informational, it's my washing machine dial broke. What do I do? Then for commercial, it would be best dial for, and this is not sponsored by, but it's the first brand <laughs> that I thought of, best dial for a Bosch washing machine, right? Yeah. So that is someone is like, 
I'm buying a new dial. My washing machine is fucked. It needs a new dial. What's the best dial for the washing machine? And then you can write a blog post about the best dials. So if you sell dials, that's great. You can share all your different dials within that blog post. But if you don't, it's still an opportunity that you could potentially convert a customer because it might be that you sell a special cleaner for washing machine dials that fixes them. So you might say at the beginning of your blog post, before you buy a new dial, what have you tried this? And you can potentially convert them that way. Um, Or it might be that you offer fixing washing machines as a service. And so you might say, a new dial might not fix the problem. Like these are the best ones. However, like having an engineer come out and fit it for you is the best way, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's yeah. lots of, the, it, you can spin that many, many different ways to take someone that is searching that and convert them to a customer. But the main difference between a commercial search and an informational search is that because they're searching best dial, you already know they're they're fairly prepped that they're going to buy a dial. So they are moved along the customer journey. They're a warm lead, but you haven't converted them yet. 100%. Cool. And then that leads on to the final one in terms of search intent. And this is the one that is your, you know, actual buying process. This is the one that people are 100% ready to buy and that is transactional um so going back to the dial situation um <laughs> the one that you're like you know you, you've tried to fix it yourself you've tried to get an engineer out to help you with fixing it it's not working so you need to go and buy that dial so this is the one that you would physically search bosch part number washing machine dial, yeah. for example yeah. So then you're literally clicking onto a, a site to then purchase that. So these pages are normally the pages that are the ones that are your product-based pages, your product-based pages or your landing pages um, in terms of your service. This wouldn't send someone to a blog post. This would physically send someone to the page that's going to allow them to add to car, order now, or whatever that may be. Um, but I guess that's kind of like your last information uh, search intent as such absolutely and when you're thinking about those different searches just keep in mind the same with navigational when you need to be top of google and just a click away on the transactional page buying should be a click away so don't make them walk through loads of steps don't have a landing page that then links to a product page or whatever it is that should be when you're looking at like oh what keywords do i use for my product pages it's those it's not best dial for what have you. And this is why your content strategy on your website is so important because you need to have all those different components to hit the entire journey. But yeah, definitely with transactional, because this is one of the big things that I see is you'll end up landing somewhere else where you search for a product, like a product manual, or whatever. And you think, why? I don't want this. I want to buy it. So it's really, really important that you make sure it's as simple as possible because it, it increases your chance of converting them at like, they're like a hot, hot lead at that point. If they land on your website searching for the product, they should be buying. A hundred percent. I think like the key thing from this is, I guess, kind of write down these four searches and kind of think to yourself, where would each person go from this? Like, and where would I want to go? So like, you know, if I was searching to purchase a dial, what's the right landing page to send someone to? make sure then you're optimizing that page clearly for that keyword as such. Um, Like we say, don't be kind of putting 
how to fit this washing machine dial if it's the dial that you want people to purchase so really just think about what the search is what the page needs to be and then tackle it that way absolutely and just before we round this up if you are thinking how the hell do I optimize these pages? How do I find these keywords? Amy and I have actually done podcast episodes on both already. There is an episode, um, I haven't looked before we recorded this. This is totally off the top of my head. I believe it is called Everything You Need to Know About Keyword Research. That will talk you through how to do keyword research. We probably covered search intent in that. We talk about search intent quite a bit, but the purpose of this episode is to really like nail it like really teach you guys share exactly what they all mean and how to use them and then we have your on-page seo checklist episode i believe yes that's what it's called i'm not so sure on that one the keyword research one i was really sure on but the seo checklist i'm not but we have an seo checklist episode it was probably within the last four or five episodes we uploaded so go back watch those with this uh, listen to those with this information and i think you'll find that it will become a key part of your strategy moving forward Definitely. Cool. Um, Well, that's it from us today on Search Intent. Hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. Obviously, do take your time to subscribe to the podcast if you've enjoyed it. Uh, We do post new episodes every other week, so you can keep up to date with any other marketing topics we chat about. Otherwise, we'll speak to you guys soon.